Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we talk about all genres of rock and alternatives. So sit back, relax, have a drink, and enjoy the Freeform Rock Podcast. Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today we have regular Andrew Jacobs. Say hi, Andrew. Hi, Mark. Hi, Freeform Rock Podcast listeners. Today we're going to do an album one of the one of my favorite bands of the 80s and I, I still go back and listen to them a lot especially this album their first three albums were just incredible uh, 1980s lover boy self-titled debut it was released in uh, November 1980 I was 10 I think you were 10 also we just turned yep. 10 yeah this is a great album it's released by it was produced by a producer that nobody really cares for bruce fairburn but i like his material i like the aerosmith albums he did a lot of people hate it <laughs> i like uh fairbairn's production on the Loverboy albums um i didn't like his production on the kisses psycho circus how about bon jovi slippery when wet um you know i <laughs> be perfectly honest i haven't even heard uh I haven't even heard that album. I've just heard the hits, um, and I'm just not a Bon Jovi fan. Yeah, I like that album. All right, well, let's get into this classic album. And the band consisted of Mike Reno, lead vocals, Paul Dean, lead guitar and vocals, Doug Johnson, keyboards, vocals, Scott Smith, bass and vocals, Matt Ferrente, drums. The only two I really remembered their names through the whole thing was Mike Reno and Paul Dean, because Paul Dean was an awesome guitar player. Yeah. A good yeah, a great songwriter. Too. Yeah, we just said that. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, let's get get into this album. Let me get the, the we got bleh, a little uh, tongue tied there for a second. The first track off the album is called "The Kid Is Hot Tonight." What do you think of this one? This is a great song. Great album opener. Um, yeah, I mean everything about it is uh, is great. I mean it's uh, it's like a per. Um, the thing about this particular Loverboy album, I think it's a, a little—it's a little more new wave uh, than their uh, than their other albums. Uh, this one definitely—I uh, mean, it's—it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's definitely a pop rock album. I mean, that's—that's that's what Loverboy is—is is a pop rock band. Uh, but there's definitely ele- a lot of elements of new wave, uh, particularly in this uh, first album. And yeah, this is a, just a great song. Um, yeah, I, I, I love, you know, I love the keyboards in it. Uh, and uh, uh, one, uh, I, probably the uh, thing that I like best about uh, Loverboy is uh, Mike Reno. Uh, Mike Reno is a fantastic singer. I mean, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a hell of a range. Uh, he can do soft, he can do uh, heavy. Um, I mean, it, it, he can do it all. And it's, you know, this is, you know, he's just a fantastic vocalist. Very great vocalist. I love this song. It is a great album opener. I just love it, man. I love the lyrics. How do you like him so far? How do you like a show? How do you like the way he rocks and the way he rolls? I love this. Kind of reminds me of like a little bit of Jukebox Hero. <laughs> yeah. But I love this song. This song a kick-ass album opener man written by paul dean paul dean basically wrote all these songs with the co-writers of, in the band and some guy named dean bernie albin i don't know who that guy is but uh, great freaking guitar player i heard he built his own guitars back in the day 
Oh, wow, that's interesting. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you watch the video for Loving Every Minute of It, yeah, it shows him in his uh, in his thing building a guitar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, interesting. So I, I, that, he put it in a video, too, so it was pretty cool. I love yeah. that album, by the way. <laughs> too. And then we get into track number two, another freaking rocker, Turn Me Loose. What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is my uh, second favorite song on the album. Uh, I actually, uh, when I was doing my uh, top three favorites, I had this one as my, my number one favorite for a little while, and then I decided to go with a different one. Uh, I mean, this is just a great song. Just a, I mean, it's a perfect song, a perfect uh, pop rock song. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, everything about it, uh, you know, is just great. And, uh, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, I love the the beginning bass line, yeah. and then the guitar goes, you know. I can't do the guitar sound that good, but the bass, the bass is just kicking it in this song, and it's like the keyboards are perfect, not too much, not too little. And this song is really a freaking great song. It is my favorite song off the album. Oh, I cool. love I love it a lot. And then we get to uh, track number three, Always on My Mind. What do you think of this one? This is my third favorite song on the album, uh, and it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's a it's a ballad, and it's my third favorite song on the album. But it's it's just so it's just so great. I mean, I I, I love uh, you know I, I just I think it's a great it's a great ballad, and and I really like that part where um, Mike Reno goes uh, always on my mind, and you know, yes you know, yes you know. I love that part. Yeah, it's a great song. I like it. It's a, it's a good power ballad. It's not. I don't think it's like sticky sweet love song. But no, it's, it's great. I I love it a lot. And then we get into uh, one of the most '80s sounding songs on this album. We'll get into track number four, "Lady of the '80s." What do you think of this one? Uh, this is a good song. Not great. Definitely not as good as the first three songs. It's a a bit on the a bit fillery. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good song for what it is. It's uh, definitely one of my least favorites. Not my least favorite. That that's coming up. Uh, but yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song, it. and I agree with you. It's filler. The keyboards are. It's really really '80s sounding, man. This is I guess this is where you get your take on the new wave. But I think yeah. this is more pop new wave, not like the Cars keyboards, you know, or uh, even uh, Europe. Europe's keyboards were kind of overblown back then, but I I like this song, but it, it is filler. And then we get into track number five, Little Girl. What do you think of this one? This is a great song. Um, and uh, the opening guitar riff um, to this song kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Devo's uh, Girl You Want. Um, that, that I, I can't remember specifically how it goes, but it's very similar to the Devo song, Girl You Want. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's a really, I think this is a really cool song. Um, uh, really, really, I mean, the, the thing about Loverboy in general that I love is, I mean, their songs are like catchy as fuck. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they I mean, it's like hooks galore. And particularly, as you mentioned, in the first three albums, yeah. um, 
Yeah, it's this is a great song. Well, even the fourth album, loving every minute of it, was really catchy too. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good songs on that one. That had Mutt Lang production on it. <laughs> huh. I was a good, I like that album too. And then uh, we get into uh, well, I, oh, I didn't say how I like Little Girls is is a great song. I like it. You're so little, little girl to fall in love. I love that freaking chorus, man. It is it is catchy as hell, man. I love it a lot. And then we get into six, Prissy Prissy. What do you think of this one? <laughs> yeah, this is my least favorite song on the album. This is kind of basically filler from start to finish. Uh, it kind of sounds like uh, like bad 80s porn music. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's not, uh, I don't hate it. Um, I mean, this album is, this is a great album. I mean, spoiler alert. Um you know, there's no, there's no songs I would classify as terrible, but uh, this particular one is definitely, you know, my least favorite. Yeah, I agree with you. It's way filler, and it kind of sounds a little bit like a little disco. So it's pretty, 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 I go. His voice is, <laughs> is like way different. He's not singing the Mike Reno style on this song, and. I kind of, yeah, I don't like it. I won't skip it, but it's not my favorite on her either. And then we get into seven, Teenage Overdose. What do you think of this one? This is another great song, and this one actually almost made my top three. Uh, I actually, I went back and forth on my top three about three or four different times, um, and this one was on it like two or three of those times, and then finally I decided to bump it. Um, but yeah, this is a great song. Actually... Um, when I first got in, like heavily into Loverboy in the mid '90s, uh, this was my favorite song on the album for a while. And uh, after you know re-listening to the album a few times uh, in the past couple weeks, I just decided that I didn't like it as much as I did twenty uh, some odd years ago. But still a great song. Yeah, I like it. It's catchy as hell again. You know, looking for teenage looking. Or teenage overdose. I love Reno's voice on this song. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's killer vocals and the guitar. The riffs are really good on this. Everything. They're a really tight band. They're still playing together still, and Reno still sounds excellent, man. I yeah. love it. I wish I would have seen him in concert. Uh, a little story about Loverboy. I think it was a loving every minute of it tour. They were on tour with Heart for the Heart album. I think that's what it was, Heart, Heart, you know, with uh, What About Love. You know. Yeah, all the big hits. <laughs> My mom bought me tickets to that concert, and Loverboy was opening. And I didn't get to see it because I stole batteries, and my mom sold the tickets. <laughs> oh, man. I got caught in Alpha Beta, if you remember that <laughs> I remember Alpha Beta. <laughs> now it's Ralph's. <laughs> they, Ralph's bought them out and whatever. Yeah, I real I never got to see Loverboy. And I, it depressed me. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sucks. That would have been a great tour to see him on too. Yeah. And then we get into um, DOA track number eight. What do you think of this one? Now this is my favorite song on the album. I love this song. This is just another perfect song. Um, I, it's just uh, everything about it is is just you know really cool. I I, I like the uh, um, I, lo I love the lyrics. Um, you'll never find her in the USA. All they've got down there is liberty. I think that's really cool. Um, I mean, yeah, that's a that's another thing. I mean, it. Um, 
a lot of it's easy to um, dismiss uh, Loverboy's lyrics um, because they are kind of more of a, a pop, uh, you know, pop band basically. But they have they've got really cool lyrics, and this song is one of those. Um, yeah, just a great fucking song. Yeah, compared to the pop of today, these lyrics are Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's like at least pop bands could write lyrics back then. Pop bands, what they have like three lyrics now that just repeat over and over mm-hmm. and over. And it took seven songwriters to write it, like Beyonce or whatever. <laughs> three producers. I'm like, wow. Yeah, DOA is one of my, is my favorite song off the album too. I agree cool. with you. It's a great song, man. I love it. It kicks ass. And then we get to the the album ender. It do, don't matter. No track number nine. What do you think of this one? This is another great song. It's a great uh, album closer as well. And I really like the uh, that's like smooth jazz outro with the uh, saxophone, like that kind of closes out the album. Um, and then that part where Mike Reno says, "Read between the lines. Read what's on my mind." I just think that's totally awesome. But yeah, it's a, you know, another great song. And uh, I actually have a, I actually have kind of a funny uh, a Loverboy concert too. Not, uh, it's not something that happened to me, but um, one of my uh, best friends um, saw uh, Loverboy like in the mid 80s and uh, Dokken uh, opened. I don't know which tour it was. Um, but he said that Do- um, Loverboy came out and blew Dokken off the stage, if you can believe it. Well, I can believe it. I've seen Dokken open up for uh, Aerosmith um, back to the attack, and they were terrible. Oh, wow. Yeah. They they, they had problems sometimes. They, they could be the best band. They could be the worst, like Guns N' Roses, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is a, and I was just looking at the production on this album is like a who's who of freaking rock producers. Yeah, Bob Rock, engineer. Yeah, Mike Frazier, assistant engineer. Mike Frazier still produces stuff today, and it's freaking. Hmm. I think he produced, he produced a lot of albums that I I bought recently. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he's still there doing rock, and this band is from Canada, man. I love my favorite Canadian band is always Rush. My favorite yeah. band is Rush. And this is, I put Loverboy up there like Brian Adams and, and stuff, man. I put them up there highly regard those two artists. I love them a lot. You know, I've seen Brian Adams in concert. He put on a great show. And um, so I got, I, while you were saying that during the show, I got your favorite songs is one, DOA, two, Turn Me Loose, and three, Always On My Mind. Yep. Yep, I was writing it down as you were saying. I'm not drunk today. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have any album recommendations? Yeah, I do. I have two. Uh, I kind of I mentioned them before, but um, I'm going to recommend uh, Devo's uh, Freedom of Choice album. Uh, it's, of course, their, uh, their most popular album. And I'm actually, I've heard a few of Devo's albums. I'm not too familiar with them. Um, but uh, this is my personal favorite. This is the one that I'm the most familiar with and obviously the one that the public is the most familiar with because of obviously, uh, you know, Whip It is on this album. But this whole album is just like uh, the like Loverboy's first album. Uh, Freedom of Choice is just like pure like pop slash new wave perfection. 
I mean, it's just a solid album from start to finish. And if you dig, uh, I mean, um, if you're if if you're into lover, I mean, if you're into like uh, pop uh, and new wave, um, I mean, you know, you definitely want to check out Devo if you haven't already. I know most people have. They've been around uh, for forty some odd years now, so uh, they're pretty much uh, kind of a staple uh, with you know music aficionados um and then i'm also going to recommend uh the one and only album by the band uh, neurotic outsiders uh and this was a uh super group uh which consisted of uh, steve jones from the sex pistols on uh, guitar and vocals uh john taylor from duran duran on bass and vocals great bass player yes um duff mckagan uh, of Guns N' Roses on uh, guitar and vocals, uh, oh. backing vocals. Nope. Actually, he, he sang lead on three of the songs on the album as well. He's uh, had some good albums, uh, solo ones. I forgot. I have them on my iTunes. Really good bands he's had. And then finally, uh, Matt Sorum from uh, Guns N' Roses on uh, drums. And I know that uh, uh, a lot of people give... Uh, Matt Sorum shit for being kind of a, a kind of a drum machine, more uh, uh, not not as uh, not as feel oriented as uh, Steven Adler, but I like Matt Sorum. I think Matt Sorum's a great drummer. I like Matt Sorum. I think if he never replaced Steven Adler in Guns N' Roses, we wouldn't have be having this conversation about him. Yeah, it's unfortunate because I mean he real that uh, I mean it's well just because Appetite was I mean such a monumental album um and you know that lineup is you know kind of so revered um you know it's just unfortunate but he's a he is a great drummer but this album uh came out in uh, 1996 um and uh it's uh it's got a uh if you dig the sex pistols and you dig uh hard rock like guns and roses basically you should definitely check it out it is on itunes and uh, uh, John Taylor also sings lead on like three songs, and uh, as does uh, uh, Duff McKagan. The whole album is just fantastic. I mean, if you're into like you know kind of uh, snotty like you know Guns N' Roses, Sex Pistols, punk rock, punk slash rock, then this is, you'll love this album. Yeah. Um... You just gave me an idea for my pick. <laughs> um, cool. Look, well, I'm done. Yeah. My pick would be the Colt Sonic Temple with Matt Sorum oh, on drums. Cool. Freaking love that album. He also did another one uh, that I freaking love, and I can't find it right now. I was going to do a double of them, but I'll just do the original one. But uh, Sonic Temple is a great album. It just came after Electric. A lot of people thought it was a letdown from Electric, but I thought it was a real... I thought they exploded with Sonic Temple to me with... E Chow Baby, freaking New York City. That album is just a kick-ass rocker, man. You know, and I thought Son I thought Electric was kind of like an ode to Cream or something. <laughs> they had that, oh, cool. Yeah, that down, 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 down. I like acoustic jacket. Sound like a Cream song, but I think they came into their own with Sonic Temple, in my mind. And then I'm gonna the the original album I was gonna recommend is 1980s uh, B52's Wild Planet with Keith Lorraine. Oh, I love the B-52s. 
Yeah, with Keith Lorraine, Strobe Light. Freaking great album, man. You guys should check them out. They are a really killer band. Nobody has B-52 rhythms. Nobody sounds like them. They're like Devo. Yeah. Nobody sounds like Devo. Nobody sounds like the B-52. So if you want some eclectic bands and you're getting tired of some hard rock, go check them out and also check out the Colt Sonic Temple. Awesome. You have anything to promote, Andrew? Uh, not yet. <laughs> still, uh, think, you know, still, you know, racking my brain, deciding, you know, what I want to do. I have, I have a few ideas here and there. I, uh, you know, thinking about maybe, uh, doing something on YouTube. I don't know exactly what, um, but for right now, I, I, am, I don't have any, I, I, I haven't, I just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a slump with regard to that. Okay. Well, um, I, I just want to promote a couple groups on Facebook. One is called Vinyl Seconds. You go on there and buy some vinyl, some killer used vinyl. And plus, sometimes you'll get lucky and it'll be sealed like the album we just talked about, Loverboy. I bought that from Vinyl Seconds or Needle in a Group, one of those two groups, and it was sealed, factory sealed. And I was oh, like, wow. damn, I got that for seven bucks. Nice. Yeah, you go buy that in a store now, probably be like 20, 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Sealed. I was like, I freaking love that album, man. And uh, just check out those two groups, Needle in the Groove and uh, Vinyl Seconds, man. You won't go wrong. They don't rip you off, and it's $4 for shipping and handling up to four albums. Great, awesome. Great group. I'd like to thank you again, Andrew, for being on here, and uh, you have a great day, brother. You too. All right, take it easy. All right, have a good day. Right, bye.
Those are some kick-ass tracks. Now I want to promote some podcasts for my friends. We got Metal Raps. We got the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with Dr. Fuck, Rob Vieira, and Ian Wadley. One-on-one with Mitch LaFon. Talking Metal, Cheap Trick with Cheap Track with Ken Mills. And in Podkiss, The Kiss Room. Focus on Metal, Decibel Geek with Aaron with Aaron Camaro and uh, Chris Sinznak. And in Zilch, a Monkeys Podcast. And then I like to also promote the Eddie Trunk podcast and the Ca- Cassius Morris show, man. These guys are kick-ass podcasts, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and God bless, man. Hey, man, thank you guys for supporting the Freeform Rock podcast. I just wanted you guys to do me a little favor. On the right hand, on the left-hand side of my Podbean page, there's a link. It says Amazon link. Click that, and if you guys want to buy anything off Amazon, and you don't cost you any more money to buy, it just gives me a little kickback so I could upgrade this podcast for you guys because I do do it for free, and it helped me a lot so I could upgrade and get mixers and stuff like that. And also, I just want to thank you guys for getting me over 2,000 downloads. I really appreciate that. I know it's still a small, budding podcast, but thank you guys and tell your friends about it. And also, join the Facebook page on Freeform Rock Podcast. I let everybody and anybody in who, who will contribute. And also, on the pinned post, it's my Amazon link also, guys. You guys have a great day, and God bless.